0: Super GG Radio is an NPR of Illinois Community Voices podcast and brought to you by our Patreon and the Giving for Good Network. The GG Network is a platform for content creators to elevate independent artists while leveraging Patreon for charity. If you've subscribed to our Patreon, you can have a say in what we make, what indie games we cover, and help spread the word. Find us at patreon.com slash superggradio or givinggood.network to learn more.
1: What's good, internet? Welcome to session 143 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I'm your host and master chef of the podcast. That's right, I've been haloing it up all night and day, and my cooking skills are now level 5. Yeah, level 5. With me is real-life Cortana alex arona you have you have a question here about cortana on windows or
2: halo i automatically disable that shit really here with that yeah microsoft
1: wants to remind you of the fact that it came in halo before they added it to all of their operating systems i will say though if you're calling me cortana all you're telling me is that i'm real pretty (laughs) i like it this week we also have a villain with us joel atriox do it
0: getty i I told you i only played multiplayer like i i might not ever touch the campaign of halo infinite Uh, and this is a reference no one will understand
1: really i feel like more people are playing the the grappling hook version than whatever version you play well i guess i'm not most people then i don't know what to tell you you get yourself a grappling hook son uh oh, well, I, I do note your objections, but, you know, we're gonna have to make it through this before Alex keels over, so... Lastly, we have our very own Spartan hero, Alec Parks. Welcome to the party.
3: If Halo has taught me anything... Uh, actually, it's nothing. That game hasn't taught me anything.
1: Well, we're in agreement. Halo is a waste of time. We can just end the episode here. I like that Ouch. Joel tried to
2: tried to convince me that Halo was like pretty good. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play Halo 1 with you. And then he watched me play it and goes, this doesn't seem that much fun. I'm like, no, it's... No, no, I, it's that not is not <laughs> what I said. <laughs> he I said, I completely understand why one would get frustrated. <laughs> yeah. It's just
1: hallway to hallway, right?
2: Yeah. Joel, that hallway stuff that I was doing with the bridges and whatnot, that was frustrating. That, when I, that repeated like four more times.
0: It was frustrating to watch.
2: again it repeated four more times same bridges
1: same hallways new tagline for the podcast super gg radio we're just bad at games fact
0: oh i thought you were gonna say new bridges new hallways that's what i was going Mm. for
1: too it's it's always the old the same old uh not not same old same old this week in early adopters uh we're gonna shout our lungs out Maybe we'll recap some game awards or whatever Joel put in the news. I'm kind of scared to see it. And then uh, we also got some crazy organ overlord something or other in the backlog. Yeah, whatever that is. Uh, And we're doing our white elephant tonight. So let's try and make it, what, 40 minutes is how long we have until, no, 50 minutes. 50. 50 minutes until we find out what we got. Again, kind of frightening, but it's guys it's like 10 days to christmas no nine days nine Damn. where's the time go
2: <laughs> time is a construct i'm living in a time hellhole
1: right now Oh, well, that's that's a call would you describe it as a death loop alex <laughs> it's a de- zing it's a, it's a death loop <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, let's uh, scooch over to early adapters where we play alphas betas and not star wars games uh, so this week we played Galaxy Divided. I'm not sure who brought this one to the table. Uh,
2: we actually talk. I, I actually talked to uh, one of the, uh, the developer uh, on, Twi- on Twitter. Ah, uh, okay. very nice gentleman.
1: All right. So this very much looks like Star Wars. Like assets are taken from Star Wars. <laughs> Maybe even the Battlefront games. Battlefront sounds right.
2: Yeah, I think it's supposed to be more
1: like uh, inspired
2: by Republic Commando, in the original Star Wars uh, Battlefront games, uh, and it, it definitely is what f- it definitely you know uh, uh, we were we were talking in a previous episode about how there's like a whole genre of throwbacks where you're really trying to like stay true to that that art style, and in this case, this looks like an Xbox. Uh, like, an original Xbox game, and it feels that way. And I really, like... I was never an Xbox person, nor was I an original Battlefront person, and, and playing this kind of put me in where... I, like, I looked up some videos of, like, Battlefront and Republic Commando, and I thought, man, okay, this seems and feels accurate, and I at least now have that experience.
1: It's a good assessment. I have played those games in the past, so seeing... Uh... the character models again is kind of nice. I felt like there was probably a a couple of areas that could have used some fine tuning, but I will tell you one of the more entertaining parts is right at the start. If you do the battle map, you're in one of the like clone carriers and then it just starts going down like you're in an elevator. And I just kept looking around like, oh, can I jump out now? Can I jump out? And then it just like sets down and I was like, all right. And then I booked it and died right away.
3: (laughs) It's the best way to start a run.
1: I I did that very similarly,
2: but I, I, I remember watching like the whole thing kind of like struggle a little bit with how much gunfire I was taking. (laughs) Mm. So I
1: thought that was kind of funny. I believe Joel had a unique experience with this game.
0: Yeah. I, uh, you did to the helicopter and I can't move anywhere, and it's just like, okay, it makes sense, kind of like Call of Duty does with you and like the intro. But then uh, I then could not move when I got dropped off. My, my feet were firmly planted into the ground, and I got shot and died. That after was my you died, experience. Were you able to move? Nope. Hmm. Nope. Uh, the tutorial section I didn't have a problem with. So I went there after, and. To move just fine go through all the instructions of how to shoot how to uh acquire the tank and shoot that and all that it's just the the actual demo i don't
1: Hmm. know interesting it was a little a little rough around the edges but still very serviceable did you guys uh call your squad mates over by you
2: was there a way to do that
1: yeah I you pretty much just like pound I think it was Z on the keyboard, and then yeah. they would be like, "All right, boss," and then they'd start running towards you, and I would just like skirt my way around to the other side of the map, and then have them all run directly into the gunfire.
2: Oh, mm. human! The uh, was it Operation Human Shield?
1: Mm-hmm. Very well, effective. Yeah. So you end up beating the map. Could could you beat the map? I guess I don't know. I was standing on that point for quite a while, and nothing ever happened. So, mm. okay. maybe? I
3: okay. couldn't, though.
1: Yeah.
2: It, it, you know, it felt fun, and again, it felt kind of accurate, so I thought that that was uh, an interesting con- uh, concept, and I'd like to see how this fleshes out. Maybe give it a campaign.
1: Yes. I would definitely go back and play that. Big fan of Battlefront back in the day, so anything... up. Th- up in those uh, parts, not new to me. I, I like to go back.
2: Okay, I mean, Joel, you had a little bit of a frustrating situation. Did it boil your piss?
1: <laughs> I thought I was hosting. Sorry, my bad. I just <laughs> I wanted no, to get that transition there because I was there. I, was I wanted to use that transition. Come on. <laughs> uh, uh, ah. Fine, I
2: was all excited. Nope. I thought I, I'm 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 not very quick on my feet today. So I was very proud of myself to think of that. I'm so tired.
1: Well, I guess Joel will tell us how he yeah do it Joel <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's called that really boils my piss the game the game that we played yeah yeah for the sorry my cast. kids are in the other room I'm trying to keep it a little muted <laughs> <laughs> um, so that really boils is a uh, <laughs> it's a demo that's really all it is but Basically, you are this woman in like a boardroom with a couple of guys that are – it's business casual at best. Slacks and a golf uh, shirt.
2: Short. Uh, slacks and a golf shirt.
0: Mm, no, I, I no, guess not. it's just casual. I think it was just jeans and a shirt. Yeah,
3: they
2: were way too a tech casual. tech company. There's yeah, a tech company.
0: Yep, yep. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, what you did was use the keyboard, WASDs, to move around and then you have to yell into a microphone just about anything i i tried it out i i yelled out the name of the dame i just yelled and made babbling noises i yelled random things and it it all works and then when you do that parts of the level sort of break away so like it has the boardroom uh table and the panels around it with people. You walk into a corner and yell into the microphone. It makes that kind of almost Charlie Brown wah-wah noise and it breaks the walls down and stuff. And basically the demo ends once you obliterate everything.
2: I think that the, from what I read on the Itch.io page, I think the idea is that if you want to be able to like relieve some tension or you want to feel like you're like a little stressed out and you want to just like vent... You could just play this game and just scream into your microphone and watch everything get destroyed.
1: Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. I, sh- I should have read that. That's a nice thought. <laughs> I, I gave all of the characters at the table names and I started shouting at them. What the were hell, they, Chris? Were they your coworkers? What the hell? No, they were not my coworkers, but I thought about doing that. And then, Surprised it wasn't us. Nah. This is my escape every week. Okay
2: okay so you put a little story to it
1: yeah i I thought that it would make it a little bit more entertaining and then as i told you guys in our chat uh my dog heard me shouting at the the computer and he came in and he also decided it was time for some shouting so he started barking and and river helped me play that really boils my piss this week it's a family building experience there we go yeah yeah, this one's kind of cool. You should definitely check it out. Highly recommended by the podcast. Relieve some stress. You can just put our names to all of the characters and then uh, start shouting at us. Make you feel better. That's the way to go. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so we got one more game that we checked out this week. It is Read Only Memories Neurodriver. <laughs> and. Uh, I guess I'll take the lead on this one, but it is a graphic novel, visual novel sort of game. Uh, you're following around this character who is uh, like a psychic but uses a neurodriver to help augment their abilities. And uh, the charm of it is that the neurodriver can help to, you know, uh, overcome. St- Anxiety. Um, what, what were some of the other things? So you could use it to uh, actually cure. I believe it's at Alzheimer's while we were playing. Uh, it, it was kind yeah. of a neat premise that this device could help to cure a lot of brain problems that uh, we encounter nowadays. So uh,
2: I brought this one because uh, I there there was a game called Read Only Memories and it was an action it was like an adventure game in the you know the visual novel adventure game style where you're you just go from like scene to scene and like clicking on interactable pieces to find clues and it was in this cyberpunk future world where you know people can uh i'm trying to think um it's, people can like become part animal and they can get splicing or genetic splicing or even mechanical you can get like brain augments to become cyborg um, the original was called 2064 read only memories and uh, in that case that deals with like a, a robot whose creator gets murdered and you're just kind of trying to help the robot find the, the culprit um, while also dealing with a lot of the people who do get like these genetic splicings there's a lot of like Kind of speciesist, you know people don't like cat people or lion people or others. they have, have people who kind of like can change their genes, so there's actually like a big revolt with that. And in this case, this is a uh, not a direct sequel, but it's still uh, a game built into that world. So you played the previous iteration or the uh, 2064 uh, read-only memories? Yes.
1: Okay. so is it in the same art style? Yes. All right. So in the demo that we played, there were only a couple of locations, a couple of scenes that were accessible. But it sounds like from what Alex is telling us, this is not a direct sequel, but it exists in that same universe of read-only, which is kind of neat because I didn't have any previous experience with it. And uh, yeah, I saw some of the augmented humans that... Were uh, yeah, we had the the cat man, and at the same time you run into another one of the psychics, and that's uh, kind of where the story goes with it. You you have a, an acquaintance bring this cat man to the shop, and he's like, oh, I got have a mental block. Can you help me overcome it? So you get to dive into his memories, and you do a couple of not necessarily mini games, but prompts to have like a a discussion with a a person. And then by doing that, you get items that help you to unlock memories in that case. Yeah.
2: And you, you know, again, you have to, it's dialogue choices, trying to find the right thing to say for the right situation. Um, This, the first game didn't have anything to do with, um, with neurodiving as it is, but it existed, but it was more of like a noir, like picking up uh, clues and stuff. Um, so this uh, NeuroDriver mechanic now is like a neat uh, little addition way additional way that they can tell a story in that world.
1: Yeah. Uh, Joel, did you get a chance to try this one out?
0: I did. I did. Uh, I enjoyed the look. Uh, it kind of reminded me of something akin to, like, did any of you have a Game Boy Advance?
1: Oh, wait. I know where this is yeah. going. Yes. <laughs> that that is,
0: that is the style that I see in it. And it's that very, like... The jump from Game Boy Color to Game Boy Advance was pretty distinct. It was you, like,
1: there's one, NES to Super NES. One anime that it also kind of reminded me of. Did you guys ever watch uh, Yu Yu Hakusho?
3: Oh yes.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Joel, okay. you
1: okay. sprung my memory out. I was like, <laughs> oh, I wanted to bring something up. You got it.
0: Yeah. So it, and it's it's interesting. The world is interesting in that. Uh, the concepts of they're called ESPers, I think, the the people who are the psychics mm-hmm. working with this like bio you know, freak thing and <laughs> indangous stuff. And the concept of them like going back to a specific memory and then fixing the errors so you can see the truth of what happened and fill in the blanks is a really interesting concept too. So I, I think that there's a lot of intrigue in that way, and I hope, I hope, whenever it comes out, it it spans on those questions and loops that into the meat of the story.
2: Yeah, I think I I feel like it will, and I, I'm I've been watching out for this one just because I uh, uh, I like that world. I thought they did a really good job of world building in the first game, so I was kind of excited when I found out that there was a demo for this one Uh, i had read a graphic novel that bridges between the first game and this one just kind of connecting the the tissue like one character met another character kind of by happenstance so there is a little bit of crossover but um i it's definitely something i'm very intrigued
1: by it's exciting i like it when you're able to get the full experience out of it like having 15 kingdom hearts games and only three of them being direct sequels.
0: <laughs> I'm working on it. Slowly but surely.
1: One of these days you'll neurodiver into the chain of memories and then loop back to birth by sleep and you know what Joel, how many Ansom's have you met? Ansom's
0: let's see. One, two. Do we count I... like his do we talent like his alternate
1: forms? Yep. Okay. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> skip us, us out of here, Katie. Uh, he's met at least three i'll tell you that all right yeah let's uh quick dive into our own memories and uh, see where we went wrong and it's definitely sometime in this podcast area let's take a break news i'm thinking about quitting this podcast and starting my own
2: well i don't know what that's a reference to we'll
1: have to see where that goes hopefully nowhere speaking of not going anywhere we got some nft news uh, down here do we need to be <laughs> nfts just no 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 bad no freaking thing uh Players invest five, whoa, no, 54 million in Molinux NFT. Molyneux, Peter Molyneux. I don't, I I said I don't know what this stuff is. Peter Molyneux was the guy who did Fable. He did uh, Populous back in the day. And Fables.
2: Fable one and two and three.
1: Well, this is terrible. 54 million? Yeah, he wants to raise money on NFTs. So people are investing in it so they can make money?
3: Oh yeah, it's uh, a pyramid scheme. Yeah.
2: If I make money and I get somebody else, when they make money, it makes me money.
1: You see, I thought this podcast was going to be a pyramid scheme, and it has not been. (laughs) And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You've been enriched by the experience. You
3: need to recruit two more people... Before it can be a pyramid scheme,
0: once you get two more people under you, guys, is is the solution to all our problems starting an NFT?
2: Well, first we have to know how to. First, you have to know what an NFT is. Then you get the khakis, then you make the money.
1: Well, khakis. I thought that Joel was already going to take some of my artwork from back in the day and create NFTs out of them.
2: Yeah, we should we should look into that, Joel. Those there's never going to be any artwork like Getty's artwork.
1: Don't dare me. It is
3: one of a kind. It truly
1: is. It's just that amazingly bad. It's bad artwork that's just specifically homebrew. Yeah. What's wrong with homebrew? You know what else is homebrew yet? Nothing. Alex is trying to segue again. I'm just gonna let him <laughs> I'm just gonna let him host because there's there's no point in me doing this. I'm not i I'm so tired. I'm so tired.
2: Nope. <laughs> I'm just so happy that I thought of something. Uh when I'm when I'm hosting I can't think of anything, so it doesn't it's fine. Uh, apparently there's new homebrew PS4 exploits that might point to similar PS5 hacks, which that's a real quick turnaround on, like, hacking a system, right? Usually it takes a couple of years, not just no. one year.
3: No, I mean, the Switch is hacked pretty soon after it released. What was I, it? I thought it was a couple of years. Nah, it was like a year, but, and it was only, like, the first gen, so, depends on how hacked you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Very I hacked.
0: Think, uh... I think the last example I heard about being a tough thing to hack through was the PlayStation Three, because uh, it, it took years before that uh, hack from uh, they used to have the guy's username. Uh, the one guy hacked it to where they could use Linux to do things it wasn't intended to, and
2: then it
3: was sold with the ability to use Linux, right? But and then they, they
2: got then they closed it off, and then people yeah. sued and said you can't close that off. We wanted that.
0: But there, there was some hack that somebody used Linux as a throughput to then hack the system to play pirated games. And then PlayStation closed that in response to that, which is what prompted the lawsuit, if I remember right. This is why oh. we can't have nice things, Alex. Alec, because of Linux. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's
2: because of pirates.
1: Yeah, I think pirates is the moral of the story here.
2: A.K.A. Linux users.
3: Yes, only, pirates only use Linux. Clearly, Alex.
1: Clearly. This is all confusing and not very helpful to anyone. I'm <sighs> just going to keep blaming Alex for everything. Yeah, including... actually, you know what? You guys just do that for the rest of this episode. That's fine. I'm, I'm too
2: tired to defend myself.
1: Episode title, Whose Fault Is It Really?
2: Alex's. Alex, you're suspended. You can't oh, do that, Alex. Peace. Almost almost no. like Square Enix is suspending <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen sales because Endwalker is too popular. Oops. Uh, Getty, you talk, I'm, I'm out of breath.
1: No, that was the whole news uh, article, so pretty much. Yeah, say? people <laughs> can't buy it because it's too popular. There's too many people playing it, server times are up, people are sad.
0: Done. I, I mean the, it is weird to hear like a company company purposely say like no we don't want you to buy anymore i understand that's the smart lawn view perspective but i can't remember a time where that's happened before i and mean way, i think too. you have
2: to you also have to remember that like the final fantasy 14 team is the only part of square enix that's harboring uh, all the goodwill hmm. square enix proper is doing everything it can to shit on its fans But the 14th team has been doing nothing but listening and taking care of them and being like uh, super supportive of their communities and uh, changing when necessary. And this is just a change when necessary, uh, which honestly is, again, more refreshing when you look at Square Enix proper. Because Square Enix sucks. (laughs) But I hear Final Fantasy 14 and Walker is amazing.
3: I, it's like some uh, award-winning series or something. Hashtag ad. Are you trying, to, trying to get them no. to...
1: No. I mean, hey,
3: if they want to. I wouldn't complain.
1: I think you're better off going the the Arona approach and trying to get, what was it, uh, Mike's Hard to to endorse us? What,
0: let's call it that, because I'm pretty sure it was a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, we've gotten some offers before. I wasn't about no. to turn anything down.
2: No, we have <laughs> turned them down. We said no. I, shut I mean, it down, Getty. Alex said like that Halo. if
1: it's not something he would use, then then it's not something that we'll endorse. Said, so wait, why did we
3: turn it down then?
2: Hey, I, we shut it down <laughs> like Halo servers for Xbox 360 games are shutting down next week. <gasps> ah, month. ah, ah. That was the most half-hearted, like fist pump i'm so tired <laughs> uh yes the shutting down halo service for 360 that's fine we never talked about i think uh how they shut down the servers for tight they're shutting down the servers and not selling titanfall one anymore um we did talk about that did we okay
0: i think so i don't, I don't know. It.
2: i don't i'm re- recording a podcast so i know it's thursday that's the only reason i know it's thursday
0: I I remember reading a story a lifetime ago. I think it was from Ars Technica, about the last game that happened on like the Halo. I think it was like Halo Two, servers on the original Xbox. Yeah, because
3: they said they weren't going to shut it down as long as people were still playing it.
0: Right. Well, basically, yeah, they they would keep it open as long as there was still somebody playing. So what happened is that like people marathoned playing it and trying to stay logged in trying to keep this thing alive as long as possible and uh until everybody just sort of whittled down and died out
2: that happens with every game that's getting shut down just in general you go to playstation home and there were people holding out having weird dance parties in arcade cabinets because they didn't want playstation home to go
0: isn't always a slow like trickle out i just figured most of them were just a kill switch
2: uh, it is a kill switch but I mean it's more the fact that people are just like oh if they see me there they won't cut it out you know hmm. won't they though I don't know I've always wanted to be one of those people I'm still playing this damn it but there's never been a game that I've stuck with long enough maybe like if I hear Overwatch is shutting down then I'll be like I'm playing Overwatch damn it I think State shut right, me so. down. yeah
1: I don't know hmm daddy what's up with the next one I mean, Joel handed you a perfect segue, and then you didn't take it. So, I don't. I don't know what, what's going on. No, I'm. I'm good.
2: Uh, all right. Uh, next, there uh, uh, there was an indie world presentation. oh Joel. On. Hit-
1: Joel, can you hit us with the indie world because it was a Nintendo yeah. indie world?
2: Yes, Joel, hit me. Hit us. Oh, no, it's too late.
1: <laughs> Hosting duties are back to Alex. They've defaulted. No, no that's not happening today <laughs> yep. at all. It's too ah. late. You already took it over. It's all Alex's fault.
0: There was a Nintendo Indie World presentation. Uh, the places where they usually announce upcoming independent games. Independently made games. Uh, for the Switch. And uh, it was a good one. Lots of interesting good games there. I uh, Stuff that we've been waiting for. Uh, that's a pencil.
3: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and yet... There's still no Silk Song news. Come You've, on, that wasn't going to be part of this. Could have been no, the Hollow Knight. So the happen. Hollow
0: Knight people are, are too too big. We somebody we know who's a little more plugged in has pointed out like that game has never appeared on anything less than a Nintendo Direct, like a mainline one. Yeah. So
1: wasn't
3: going to happen here. Could have. No. It <laughs> Could have.
0: It
1: was not. <laughs>
0: I mean, at at this point, they they probably will get to like the E three level of presentation stuff. They right? could, because well, they can't. A, as, been an, as an indie, they are such a high profile uh, d- developer. It just seems like to be crazy if they didn't, considering what other indie games have showed up at E three. All
3: right. So, is it vapor? At what point does it become vaporware? I think it's like eight years. So I what we've got like four the- left. The last, wh-
2: the last, what, Vaporware, I think, was Final Fantasy VII Remake. I think that was the last one. Uh,
3: uh, not to be confused with the Final Fantasy VII Remake. I don't understand. Well, you know, the one that they actually released versus a remaster of Final Fantasy VII. Am I just, like, having a stroke, or what are we doing?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure where this is going either. Maybe I am yeah uh, it's a remake so joel out of the 27 titles that are written here on the dock which ones really uh get you excited
0: so uh sea of stars the one that they opened with is sort of a no-brainer interesting one it it looks and feels from what you can see very chrono trigger yep like the the combat looks very similar where everybody spread out on the map and there's individual turns and it looks like there might be sort of like teaming up moves to big chunky monsters the way that uh, Chrono Trigger had for enemies. And uh, I, if I remember right, the musician for or the composer is the one that composed Chrono Trigger.
2: Well, they said they were very specific. They said some songs were okay. from that guy.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. But that's still something. And uh, it, it looks very well polished. As an indie game, so that one's really interesting. Uh, after Love EP was one that caught my eye, just from a uh, you know narrative storytelling focused game, uh, being in a, a different part of the world that I'm not familiar with, and then uh, sort of dealing with this very harrowing story about you know trying to move on after some of you love died and trying to live life again. So, I think that one was interesting and then uh river city girls too is a no-brainer for me because that that to me between that and streets of rage 4 are sort of the best in beat-em-ups this generation so knowing that there's more on the way is pretty cool right.
2: i'm excited for after love ep because that's the people who made coffee talk which is the one of the games i talked about
1: on this podcast sounds sounds good definitely beat beat em up Beat all of them up. There, there's still like 30 more. We don't actually need to go through every single one of these, right? No. Ali World.
0: Yeah. Just if anybody's interested in any of them.
1: I I guess. But not Alex because <laughs> he's already too tired. So. I I'm kind yelled. of excited
3: about Dungeon Munchies. That one looked fun. All right. I yelled Ali Ali World, and then
1: that was all my energy. Dungeon Munchies. That's out now. Yeah. I know. I might pick it up. Really pick it up? No. <laughs> Damn pirates! I think it's like fifteen bucks. Not even. Let's see. It's too much. Yeah, I don't
3: think cent- it plays well with real games.
2: What was that? Oh, it's. I, I like,
3: don't think it plays well with the real games. My Switch. Oh yeah, I think it's like twenty-five. Anyway,
1: it just keeps going up. Mm-hmm. It's thirty-five dollars.
2: It's so thirty-five it's, now.
1: No, it's seventeen. How many PlayStation fives do you owe Joel? It's two. None. It's two now. <laughs> man. It was hard enough to get one. I can't even imagine trying to get a second one. And then Candy, I thought
2: we were going to go see Resident Evil two, Resident Evil movie.
1: Nah man, I saw that SAO movie. So now I have to go see Spider Man before somebody wrecks it.
3: Well, I'm gonna go see it
1: on Monday. SAO is a dead anime. Really? Because that movie was awesome. Go well, get us with some freebies. <sighs> yeah, hit us with some Wait,
0: freebies. Why am I doing this?
1: Shenmue uh, Three over on the Epic Store. I think they gave away one and two before. I thought so. Let's get sweaty. Now I have now all I can three play of them. the trilogy. Yes. What is this? Then we have Snowball over at Indie Gala. What is it Snowball? Looks like a, it
2: looks like a Snowball game, like a. You're take you're hit you're playing snowballs fights with people and there's like also different obstacle cores. And I, wait, hold on, it's actually no, I'm it's wrong pinball. on all
1: that. It's pinball. On a snowy field. Very cool. Did he just like start to make up a different game? <laughs> 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 the art
2: style is very cool.
1: Yeah. So those are your freebies for this week. Uh important note, by the time this podcast will have been released to the masses the Epic Store will have already given you even more games, as right now is their free game a day so you should probably head on over there if you like free games no pressure though no pressure people I
2: know say no (laughs) pressure I hate those people
1: well, looks like the news won't leave Super GG Radio with me I guess I have to cope with this Disappointment, Alex. And we'll take a break. I'm like,
2: I'm like sweating a lot.
1: with the backlog blog where we play games these are some dark games (laughs) this week joel brought to our attention space warlord organ trading simulator which i can is it that dark or is it just business i i don't know business is darkness it sounds maybe you don't have the stomach you don't have the stomach for business i know you don't
2: no no how many times did you (laughs) how many
1: times did you go to the bathroom in the Five minutes we were away. Uh,
2: I've wanted to four times.
1: There you go. So Joel, so Joel. <laughs> teach me, eh? teach me the ways of space warlord organ trading simulator. Okay. Well, hold on. Before you do that, can we just
3: point out how excellent it is that they had to make sure simulators were in there? That that's
0: just sort of the token word tossed into everything that isn't a franchise already, like
3: ah.
0: lawn mowing simulator just came out uh which i've only
2: simulator also just came out
0: and that's d or d-e-e-e-e-e-e-r that that game is is, that game's dumb (laughs) it's real dumb (laughs) you can like grab stuff with your head and your neck stretches so you can like swing back and forth and jump from like tree branch to tree branch using your head as like a hook to grab on oh so it's more like goat simulator yes it's very goat simulator
1: it's pretty good
2: I wanted to play that I Am Bread. Are you, though? I mean, not particularly, no.
1: You should probably eat some bread. Have you had any bread? I've eaten once today. One bread? Three bites. Three (laughs) bites. (laughs) A whole loaf of bread? Joel, get us
2: back on track here.
0: So, uh, Space Warlord, Ordin trading Simulator. So, you guys might have heard this thing before called the stock market. No. No. it's, it's where, I am aware of it. It's where what com- are stocks. It's where companies' value goes up and down based on whether or not they're being dragged on Twitter. Uh, Accurate. And have you heard of this thing called like the uh, black market? Oh, uh, let's let's say so selling and, and buying organs.
1: Has anybody yes. bought anything off of the black market before?
0: I think that was called Silk Road, right?
1: Uh, That's a deep web or dark web. Looking at Alex here. (laughs) I've wanted to. I I bet you know a guy. Yes.
2: (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) Okay. I I, I had to think about that. I had to go through the Rolodex in my head. But yes, yes, I do. We're putting
1: this together. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So,
0: Space Warlord Orden Trading Simulator is (laughs) a simulator game of... It's, it's So, like, the crux of the game is sort of a simplified version of the stock market buying and selling. Uh, but it also has this mixed-in kind of cryptic story about... I don't know yet. Like, they, they don't give much story to start with. But basically, you are a trader on this organ stock exchange where you buy ordins to fulfill contracts for people that want to buy the organs from you. So you start as like the middleman purchaser and seller of these base products, the organs, and then you try to buy low on the organs and sell for the contracted price to be higher. Because each organ that sort of pops up on this rotating list that gets added to has different dollar values and then like quality ratings for each of them. So like if a heart comes in and you only paid four hundred dollars, it's going to be a poor quality and maybe only like a twenty rating. Whereas if you pay fourteen or fifteen hundred dollars for that heart, it might have like a B or A rating and higher ratings pass different contracts. So there is this sort of like mitz and match between the organs you buy and then the contracts you fulfill, because some will be just like, "I'll take any organ, give me the organ," and then you give them like the cheapest, lousiest one possible. Then Ooh. other ones might be like, "Okay, no, I will only do this contract." Who's buying? You give, like, space mudders? Space? Space mafia?
3: <laughs> what does the space mafia need with organs? They aren't they the suppliers?
0: I don't know the regional supply chain for space. I'm sorry that that's a this, little like, bit game out of my wheelhouse,
1: right? It's a,
0: you know, it, it was overwhelming to me at first. So like my first initial thought was like, okay, there is a trade button, which is like the opening bell of the stock market for that day. And that's when all the origins start coming down. And then you have to buy the ordinance to fill tr- contracts. Uh, that was overwhelming to me at first because there's a timer that goes down during it and then there's also opposing traders during the same period that will be like highlighting stuff they want to buy and they can swoop in and buy something under you if you don't buy it quick enough and uh, once you get accustomed to that you then get introduced to some of the larger stock market type stuff so the individual product you buy for contracts exists. And on top of that is like the stock market of organs. So each ordin will have its own like ticker basically and trend line of where the dollar value of that stock is based on how high it's selling for. And then you can take
1: this is like I'm trying to watch a <laughs> video of it while you're talking and it's a lot. <laughs> it's complicated right i'm taking in a lot here and all right joel real question yeah if you buy something and you fulfill whatever however many requests mm-hmm. do you keep your inventory between what i can only assume is days in the game you can do the so basic- items go bad
0: they do after a certain amount of time. Okay. Now, you've got storage facilities that you can upgrade. Now, I've gotten, like, <laughs> one upgrade so far. <laughs> and that upgrade made it a refrigerated storage space,
1: which okay. let it Is last. just like
2: when I try to, like, explain, like, uh, Dota Underlords. No, no.
1: So, what, what I wanted to get at was how obnoxiously realistic did they make this? Because already you've got the, the stock exchange element you've got all this other stuff you got people bidding against you and now you have to make sure that you have facilities that you can store the items in it's wow you this don't is, find the stuff exciting <laughs> I, it's a lot I, it's kind of exciting like but
2: again is this like when i explained to you dota underlords
1: no because i blacked out and i didn't pay attention to that <laughs>
0: okay ah, so ah. i i think what makes me really enjoy this game is just how overwhelming it is. You know, just being so challenging and so much coming at you and then having to like step-by-step figure out the pieces of, okay, they call it trading simulator. So I buy these organs to sell it to these people to make a profit and then I can upgrade or whatever. And then having it uncover this stock market thing where it's just like, okay, not only do I need to consider this part and make a profit, now I can try to buy stock of these individual organs, and then try to make an agitated guess about if they're going to go up in value over time. Because that's that's where you get the real money in this game. Like, to be able to upgrade those facilities, you've got to dump money in stocks and take some chances in hopes that it's going to rise. Because like during the day trade, too, what can happen <laughs> is that they can just dump a whole pile of inventory of one organ, which will
1: plummet the value <laughs> of the stock. Are you also dropping uh, items into the market at the same time?
0: You can't deposit items in the market, but there is one time I deuced the value of livers. So like I took a two turn, a <laughs> couple turns, just buying all the livers and holding them in my inventory <laughs> and waited until the price inflated enough for me to sell off the stock. And then I sold it all back all on the market and flooded the market. <laughs> with it.
1: All right. You're a bastard, man. So, Joel, <laughs> whenever you figure out what the story of this game is, I'm going to need you yeah. to come back and tell us.
0: Yes. Yeah. This might be my first beat for 2022.
1: So. Ooh, we're already looking at 2022 beat list. Well, I dave up on 2021. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm done beating games. Deathloop was the last one, I think. Well, uh, yeah... Definitely need to revisit Space Warlord Organ Trading Simulator. But until then, I, I think it's time for the Super GG Radio White Elephant. It is. <laughs> 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 Thank
2: you, Alex. Not, well, I'm saying it is because I, it says in my email I received a gift.
1: All right, uh, Alex, so who... What did you
2: get? So the White Elephant is, we missed it last year because I was in the hospital during it, Uh, but it is where we will gift each other blind games that we found on Steam that we thought the other person would enjoy. Uh, Some people take it as, I'm going to be mean and send you something mean, Uh, but the idea is there, and then we will take a couple weeks to play them. Uh, It looks like uh, my game came from Alec. Right, is that correct? Yep. And you gave me Typing of the Dead. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, honestly, this is a game that has been in my wish list for actually quite some time, so I'm very excited <laughs> uh-huh. for Typing of the Dead. I'm going to hit install right now. Thank you, Alec.
3: Oh, you're welcome. I gave it to you kind of as a joke because we were talking it uh, a couple episodes ago about. Mavis Beacon teaches typing and typing classes and all that stuff. Yeah, like, we were in typing class together. Yes. Beth, Beth still can't
2: uh, really type. And she's like, I don't know how you learned to type. I'm like, we took typing classes in high school.
1: They made us. I was there. Us. But I remembered this
3: game and how much fun it was on the Dreamcast. And I was like, "This this is topical. Here we go.
0: It was always a really cool idea. It was never something I had access to, but I thought it was really cool when I read about it.
2: Well, I will tell you all about it in a few weeks. Now, uh, as a funny turn of uh, affairs here, I had Alec. Yes.
3: And I got Wildermyth. That is is the
2: (laughs) game I told you about that has D&D elements where uh, from campaign to campaign, um, the characters will... Uh, evolve or change or even if you decide to let go of characters in your party they will you will then see them like at the bars or in the background you can run into them again and you can even like take them out of retirement
3: and convince them
2: that hey you should join my party
3: again just stuff like that (laughs) yeah it uh, has been something i've been eyeing as well since you originally told me about it and
1: i'm hitting install right now too sweet so that just leaves joel and i who definitely got for each other. Joel, what did you get from me? <laughs> Daddy, I got uh, a Wildermyth.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> oh, fantastic.
0: Right? Oh, that's great. Thank you very much, Daddy. Yeah. The, I, the description made me very curious.
1: Yeah, I, I know that this is not something that uh, you would normally get for yourself, and uh, I thought that it'd just be kind of neat. You might be able to pick it up with Kelly, too, because it has that story-telling element to it. If I remember correctly, it it does, like, a pop-up book, and even in the trailer, it was, like, a kid hearing the story of his parents, and... Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And Joel got me... (laughs) I got a simulator. I got power wash simulator <laughs> oh Ooh. man i hear
2: that's real satisfying yeah I, I was, that
0: that was believe it or not that was not a troll or a joke pick. I, I i looked at that and i was just like daddy's busy he needs to take a little bit of time and just slow down and do something like repetitive and calming and relaxing power that was, wash that was my damn it
3: have you guys ever used a power wash?
0: No, but I've seen videos of it, and they seem dangerous.
3: Well, if you get in the way, yes.
0: You gotta stay respect. away from the pointy end. You gotta respect your tools. It's why you don't swing around a chainsaw on a string.
1: <laughs> That's probably true. Some some people definitely do. <laughs> yeah, you know, I always get that like uh, way too calming feeling. Whenever we do something like Viscera cleanup, like there's no reason that that should feel good. So, yeah, Power Wash Simulator. I think I'm going to have way too much fun with this.
2: Now, uh, bonus. Holiday bonus. Uh, since it's the end of the year and uh, we all worked hard, uh, you know, starting a Patreon... Uh, creating a separate uh, charity drive, raising ch- uh, record numbers for our extra life. Uh, everybody uh, in the next few minutes or so should be getting a copy of
1: Wolfstride. Oh. Christmas bonus. Oh, thank you. They let yeah. They let you buy more than one copy of it. Wolfstride. Yeah. Did they know what you were using it for?
2: I mean, Wolfstride rules, so I don't see a
1: problem with that. <laughs> He's using it for evil, folks.
2: Why? You do not want to play Wolfstride? Oh, I definitely I literally do. Asked you, but it's gonna—I literally asked you. I was like, "Are you going to buy Wolfstride?" You're
1: like, "I might buy Wolfstride."
2: I was like, "Don't buy Wolfstride." It's
1: gonna disrupt the rest of the stuff I'm supposed to be doing. Oh it's cool as hell.
2: Hell yeah! Well, everyone will be getting a copy in the next five minutes or so. How do we know for sure? Holiday, Holiday bonus is all around. I just can't remember what time I set
1: it at. <laughs> Thanks, it's boss. It's gonna be like two weeks from now at one a.m. <laughs> Bing, you got a gift. Fever Alex uh, (laughs) set up the date wrong. (laughs) Of course. That sounds right. That sounds like something I would
2: do. Well, it is what it is.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks, everybody. It seems like it's a rousing success once again. Nobody cried. It looks to be in six minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to draw this out. We're not going to make everybody sit around to verify that Alex actually got us something as a Christmas bonus. Although it wouldn't be the first time that we've been sorely disappointed. I mean, it's me, so I am disappointing. No. It'll be okay. (laughs) We, uh... Yeah. I still need to workshop this a little bit, but we got our one last thing as we transition into the last thing that we're going to do. I'm I'm working on the 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 rewording of this, the rebranding of it. Do it. So one last thing, where we get you hype for the week and hype ourselves up for the weekend. That's that sound, pretty good. That sounds jazzy enough. Yeah, I don't know. I had some hot sauce on it. I think we're okay. I think I just really wanted to use the word hype. Yeah, it's what the kids do, right? Hashtag hype.
0: No, yeah. I, I think that's about one generation behind what the kids do
3: now.
1: Well, oh, yeah, it's like dabbing. What about sus? Can I still use sus?
0: I, I think that's on the cusp. I think you're still okay.
3: <sighs> yeah. But however, you might be sus if you use sus. You should say no cap.
1: Well, uh,
2: <laughs> that's still in the lexicon. No cap. What's what's no cap? <laughs> uh, ca- cap means lie.
0: Uh, okay. All right. I, fe- I feel like I just learned what keeping
1: it 100 meant. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow
1: well that's, that seems relevant that's, as well
3: it's the first time I've ever heard that phrase
1: man Get, well, I'm glad I'm in your company alright so uh, I guess since I, I'm faux hosting since Alex stole half of the show from me uh, my one last thing will be I I'm going to make a a campaign here to try and finish Guardians of the Galaxy before the end of the year. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm glad that they went with a a more unique story than trying to rehash anything that the MCU has done. Alex? It was good.
2: It was good. It was a very fun game. Um, I had a Twitter poll to see what I would play next. And it looks like I'm back, (laughs) sorry, back at uh, Persona 5 Royal. (laughs) Is that a fake cough? No, uh, I lost my breath there for a second. I'm playing Persona 5 Royal. It will, uh, I am 65 hours in currently, so I'm going to be picking that back up and uh, trying to press
1: for the finish. Is 25 more? I can't remember if it was 90 or if it was more than that. Hours? It's like 120, sir. Is it? I can't. Yes. Uh, What dungeon were you on? I'm about to go to the casino. I just did the space station. So three more? One, two, three. But this is royal, so that means there's a bonus one. Is it?
2: Oh you I don't didn't know.
1: do you didn't do the casino yet. So yeah, four. Okay. No.
2: Joel? And then Yeah,
1: that's a lot. <laughs> so it's
0: uh it's then to be cold winter weather and that's when I usually go into my uh gaming hibernation a bit. I usually have like my one comfort food game, which seems to be Halo anymore. And then I, this is the time of year I did like one or two big games that I'll actually knock out. Last year it was Miles Morales, or this year it was. Um, I have Shin Megami Tensei five heading to my doorstep tomorrow, so I'm gonna take on that and Xenoblade Chronicles over the Ooh, next coming. Oh really? Months. I'm
2: gonna. I could jump in with that with you. Dude,
0: those are long games. This is this is I look. I have figured out my corner of the house that I'm going to be making an italo around, and I will be living off of my body fat for two months while I play these games.
1: I'm trying to figure out how far into SMT5 I am. I think I'm only like 25 hours. I got that Xenoblade
3: Chronicles 1,
1: so... But those are... Yeah, those are... Alright. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I gave up on SMT.
1: Uh, do you know uh, how long was how long were you playing
2: it? Hold on, how long were you playing it?
3: Um six hours ish, I wanna say?
1: I have to double check. Getty, I think what, what was our vote? I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I thought he'd make it over ten, yeah. I think. Nope. Mm I was saying under ten. We put a bet on that one, Alec. Ah. <laughs> uh, damn. Well you you were talking it up. You were like, Yeah, I, I can really get into this and then I was like, oh. It was
3: good in that. Well, okay, so I, when I say I'm giving it up, it's I've put down my Switch and I don't know when I'm going to pick it back up again.
1: It's still possible that he makes it over 10 hours.
3: Yeah.
0: You guys need to put a time <laughs> cap. That was the missing piece of your bet.
1: Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, I wasn't about to make a bet with Alex. I know what happens with those. I don't want to I owe anybody right. a xbox obelisk (laughs) i'm gonna end up having to fund robin's college experience if i (laughs) don't bet correctly here all
2: right oh man stadium renovator uh stadium renovator we should sign up for that
1: beta all right you do that but let's uh move on out to the end of the episode here that that will be it for this week's super gg radio before we go you can find us on twitter at SuperGG Radio and twitch.tv slash superggradio where you might be watching us right now because it's Thursday Mondays you might catch Alex Tuesdays possibly catch Joel <laughs> I think maybe somebody's doing something on Saturdays now
0: we took a break from uh, Kingdom Hearts as one does to uh, play It Takes Two so right, we're so rounding towards the finish of that it got dark right uh, it's dead in there. Yeah.
2: Oh, I thought you beat it because you added it to the beat list.
0: I tentatively oh. added it to the beat list because we're going to beat it this week.
1: I don't know. Can you you're, do that?
2: You're
0: hot hawk, you're hawking my beat list now. That, that's what we're doing now.
2: Because <laughs> I thought about that. I was like, oh, Joel Kelly beat it Takes 2. I wonder what they thought about it.
0: This is the kind of micromanaging I don't need in my life. <laughs> <laughs>
1: huh? I don't know. That, that's definitely on there it's gonna make me anxious oh well nothing we can do about it. about it I can't verify that it was or wasn't played so all right uh, that's our streaming plans I believe that there is some patreon stuff in the works is it's out there you should check it out I think we can probably post a web address or something patreon.com slash super radio
2: uh and again a 90 of any money that comes in goes uh directly to
1: charity thank you sir i think that there was one other thing that i wanted to bring up this week before finishing it up oh next week all right so a little bit of a uh, little bit of extra next week will be our game of the year podcast and then for the last week of the year we will not record because it falls in that weird limbo of between uh, the holiday season. So Christmas and New Year's for us here in the, the States. So we got one more this podcast. This is our last
2: our last regular episode. Yeah,
1: weird. Well, if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide a review on iTunes or the Jelly of the Month Club subscription of your choice it's the gift that keeps on giving clark the whole year round thanks for listening gg alex gg getty gg joel good game gg alec gg and gg 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 everybody
2: oh, joel. oh i'm talking
1: about kid poops
2: joel can right. joel it has been non-stop poop talk since you've been gone.
1: serious question joel yeah. If you knew that somebody dumped all over the floor of their house, would you take off your shoes in their house?
0: Did they replace the carpet?
1: Alex, did you replace the carpet? <laughs> <laughs> I scrubbed it. Scrubbed who think... into, the, into the carpet? If, if I
3: knew that it happened, like on the <laughs> rag. Anything more than once, man, or from a baby? Like Again, Joel's the fucking weirdo I'm talking about here, so it doesn't matter <laughs> what.
2: Joel. What? True or false? Do you take off your shoes in my house period? Are you th- wearing shoes right now?
0: No, I'm not wearing shoes right now.
2: Weird. You're getting real kinky right now.
0: What? For real? <laughs> But Every
2: time I'm in your house or you come to my house, you guys never take off your shoes. I've hung out with you guys for, like, afternoons and you guys don't take off your shoes. And I'm like, oh, I guess they just don't like taking off their shoes.
0: I, I think it's more that we just presume, unless somebody says it's okay, that we should. I usually wait Be for the ready per- to
2: get the fuck out? Like, I gotta go? No, no I, I, I <laughs> assume... it's,
0: it's about, I, I expect the host <laughs> to tell me whether or not it's, it's a shoe on or off no.
3: thing. I don't want people dragging potentially shit-covered what about, shoes but what about through your my house. Joel? My that house doesn't
2: answer that question. I've watched you in your house wear shoes and like half, half on,
0: half off. It just it it really what it really depends on in my house is like that's how long say, how long am I going to be here before I need to go outside again? Okay, because
2: I've just seen it for hours. I'm like, oh, he just likes sticking to keeping his shoes on. I,
0: I, that's I probably just forgot about it. <laughs> ah, ah.
3: Now, do sandals count in this situation where you're saying you never take off your shoes, or like, huh. or I'm sorry, slippers, or you know? Uh,
2: I I don't know. I want my feet free. I walk outside barefoot as much as I can.
0: Slippers get too hot. Too like, hot. Like, like, I get like
2: sweaty feet. Got like, it's not comfortable. I got like an inch and a half of like sole on my feet.
1: <laughs> all right should we get back to this yeah point? i think we might have to i'm not in charge we for,
0: might, for have, to little, we might worth, have to extend it for what it's worth i have had to clean baby shit off of carpet and i would still walk on it but i exactly. scrub yeah. i was vigorously scrubbing
1: vigorously
2: <laughs> i got a scrubber that shoots
3: uh so
1: alec can you bring us back vigorously
3: I've brought us back visually and auditorially, but uh, everything else is up to you, oh maestro. So, go? All right, we're back?